Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 107.7 RKR. This is the best of the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark. Corey, you're on with Mark and Meatball. Hello there. Uh, good morning, Corey. How are you, man? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Fantastic. Well, we uh, we have seen you in some of the most iconic 80s movies I think ever made. You know, Gremlins, Stand By Me, Lost Boys, Goonies, and now, you know, reinvigorating a new chapter in your career as a performing artist. We want to thank you, Corey Feldman, for your uh, time this morning on the Rocker Morning Show. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. And, uh, you know, it's I'm glad to just be alive and, <laughs> and still be at it and having fun. Absolutely. Well, we're glad you're still with us, too, because, yeah, I mean, you know, you're, you're music career now is something that has begun to blossom and grow um but it, it it is for sure your film career i think that really kind of established your name as a household name we're kind of coming up on like 40 years since some of your earliest work on film and tv and you know i'm not going to ask you what maybe your favorite role was necessarily because i mean you've had a lot of them i'm more curious you know as a kid what role was it that made that that switched on that light bulb when you were a young actor that said you know what i want to do this i want to this is what i want to do as my career you know, I have to be honest, I don't think that moment ever happened. Really? Okay. It was, you know, yeah, there was no, there was no kind of premeditation or pre-thought about it because, you know, as a kid, obviously, you're a kid, you know, you you have fun, you, you try to, you know, stay out of trouble, you try to keep your head up and, and, and just enjoy the moment, and you're not really thinking about the adult world. You know, sure. what adults do in adult world is a whole separate thing. So, you know, as a kid, I obviously came from a very abusive household. I've talked about that very openly. Mm-hmm. And I was forced into it, not saying that I, you know, didn't enjoy it, because I did to some extent, but it was still work, you know. I sure. mean, what kid wants to spend eight hours a day at work <laughs> and then go to school for four hours and, you know, and then go to bed and get up and do it all over again? I mean, kids want to go out and play and have fun. Right. Uh, and I didn't get to do that. So I, I definitely was deprived of the childhood experience. Uh, and people forget that, you know. It's, yeah. it's right. something that uh, people just take for granted. Uh, but that said, you know, there was a point where I made the decision uh, and this was long after all of those big hit movies started happening. But, mm-hmm. you know, after my, my string, I did about 18 number one films in a row. Yeah. Uh, I had all these successes. And then I got into some trouble in my teenage years, you know, dealing with the pain of, of all the abuses that I had endured, which is very natural, by the way, for kids to go of course, through. Sure, you know, sure. there comes a point where, you know, you're going to have to go through the pain and, and grow from it. So I did. I took that time off. I did therapy. And then I came out of it, and I had to make a decision when I was about 18. You know, am I done with this? Was that just a thing I did to please my parents? Or is this something I actually want to continue right. as an adult? So I had to, at some point, make a decision. Is this going to be my career for the rest of my life? Or was it just something that I did to make my parents happy? And ultimately, I decided, oh, look, I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. I love my art. I love my craft. So, yes, I'm going to continue on and, and make it my own. And I did. You know, I did eventually do that. Sure. So uh, it's been a good run, you know, and I'm grateful to still be working. I'm grateful to still have people enjoying my work and my, you know, my talents and uh, and being out there every night with screaming audiences. <laughs> True. You, know, you would never know that I ever, you know, took a pause because <laughs> it, it's just beautiful. There's so much positive energy and love being reciprocated at these shows every night. It's amazing. That's great, dude. And you did say like that string of films, the number one films you were in, Friday the 13th, Final Chapter, Gremlins, Goonies, Stand By Me, Lost Boys. I mean, the list is so huge. What was it about that time period that was so appealing about the film projects 
that you were accepting were there even though obviously you know you were you know this was something you were doing as a kid and the the parents influence was heavy uh were you excited to be a part of these films and excited looking back at it now knowing just how much it's impacted people's lives absolutely i mean you know uh you, you know you, you can't be uh tone deaf to the fact that you're in a number one film you know when you're yeah. in a number one film you know it but that said it also was i was a bit jaded in the process because i didn't realize that there's a chance you could put a movie out and it doesn't go number one. There's a chance you <laughs> right. could put a movie out and nobody cares or nobody pays attention. I didn't understand that that was even a possibility yeah. because in my reality, every movie that I made went straight to the top of the box office. <laughs> and I thought that's just the way it goes. That's yeah. what happens. You put your movie out, it goes to number one. Then the next week, somebody else gets it. You know? yeah. Yeah. But obviously that's not the case at all. <laughs> uh, but I didn't know that. You know, I was very naive. What was the first movie that you kind of had that reality check? Um, I guess it was License to Drive. Okay, yeah. it opened number three. It didn't open number one. It opened number three. And it was like, wait, number three? What <laughs> right. Is, what do you mean we've opened number three? How is that possible? You know? You've also done, uh, yeah, you know, some voice. <laughs> you've also done some voice acting in your career. And I have to say, um, I, I knew of one of these and I was unaware of the other one. You did the voice for uh, the live action Donatello in the uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1 and 3. Were you approached uh, for that? Uh, is that something that um, appealed to you or, or did that fall into that same kind of category of like it was handed to you and you just did it? Yeah, kind of. I mean, they did approach me. You know, okay. they, they, they presented it to me. They said, hey, we've got this this cute little kids movie. It's this new line of action heroes. You might not have heard of them because it's from this really odd kind of New York-based comic book. Uh -huh. uh, and it wasn't very mainstream at the time. Golden Harvest was not a mainstream. You know, it wasn't DC or or uh, uh, Marvel. You know, right, it, was, right. it was kind of underground. So I didn't really know about it. Uh, but they showed me the raw footage. And it was like something that I'd never seen. But at the same time, it kind of looked cheap because I saw the grainy, you know, uncolorized, no special effects, no... Sure. <laughs> you know, it was just kind of like a bunch of guys running around in rubber suits. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> uh, but I thought, you know what? It'll be good for the kids. It's a cute little movie, yeah. whatever. Maybe it won't be a big movie, but it'll be fun for the kids and it's the right thing to do. So I'll do it as kind of a kid thing. Yeah. And that was it. That's what I thought. And, and who would have ever known that that you know, movie with a bunch of guys running around in rubber suits would end up being the highest grossing independent film of all time. Right. Yeah, man. $320 million. $320 million <laughs> at the box office. Unbelievable. That's picking up on that streak of number ones again. <laughs> there you go, exactly. And, and then number three, you know, the the third the third Ninja Turtles movie also went to number one. Yeah. Also made you know hundreds of millions of dollars. So, oh, that yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, well, you uh, you have started a music career as well, in addition to your acting. Um, you know, you're currently out on tour with some new music, and and both Mark and I were talking about this the other day. It's cool that you found. Um, this this new outlet to express yourself and uh, uh, put some art out there for people. Thank you. Well, you know what? I've been. It's not that new. I've been doing it for thirty years. Sure, In sure. Fact, that's what this this is all about. Is is the new album is part of my new box set, and the box set is a celebration of thirty years of music. So uh, basically, I put out this box 
you know, just uh, at the beginning of last year, at the beginning of this year, whatever it was, <laughs> it's hard to keep track. Uh, right. But anyway, so we put out this box, which is six discs, it's four CDs, two DVDs. It also includes the new album, Love Left Two Army with Love. We have a new single, Without You, which just hit number 21 on the Billboard charts. Wow, awesome. Temporary charts. So it's been very exciting. Uh, but that said, uh, yeah, the first album came out in 1993, and it was called Love Left. Uh-huh. And so we remixed and remastered that first album and put it out as part of this box set to celebrate the 30th anniversary, which is next year. And when we were digging through this this old archival footage and the vaults and all the old tapes, we realized that I actually started recording all the way back in 1986. Wow! So even though it's a 30-year anniversary for the album, there was music that was recorded much earlier that most people have never heard. So we finally released that music for the very first time. So there's actually music that goes back 35 years that we put out on this box set. So yes, I've been doing it for quite a while. And it's a great outlet. I love it. It's so much fun. I love writing. I love producing. And I love being in the studio. But more than that, I love when it's all done and we get to come out and tour. This is my, uh, what, like 12th tour of the United States wow, going awesome. on right now. And uh, we're hoping that this is going to become my first international tour. Because one thing I've never done is play uh, outside the U.S. We've done the U.S. many, many times sure. now, but I've never played outside the U.S. So very excited to go play Europe. Very excited to go play Asia. Very excited to just kind of spread my wings and and see the rest of the world and let them hear my music. So yeah, absolutely. it's going to be an exciting time. You can very, see it. Very much fun. Yeah, man. And you can see it in your performance too. You get so into it. And that's, that's really what performing is all about too. So it's a, it's a really healthy outlet, especially for you, because this is an outlet that you chose. You know, this is an outlet that allows you to express yourself in a new way. And you can just see it in that live performance, man. You're totally into it, which I love. I love the fact that you're able to find this and, and thrive in it as well. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know what? It's It's been a journey, let me tell you. You know, I remember when I first started doing music, people would, you know, kind of pshaw at me. You know, everybody yeah. said, oh, you'll never be a, a well-known as an artist. You'll never be taken seriously as a singer because you're an actor. Right. You can't possibly do that, you know, because back in the 80s, it was really frowned upon. You know, don't forget yeah. In the 70s, in the 70s, there was a bunch of actors that crossed over and in the early 80s that really kind of ruined it for the rest of us because you had like the Scott Bayo album, you had the Alyssa Milano album, mm-hmm. you had the, you know, uh, the David Cassidy's of the world and, you know, people like that that, you know, kind of weren't taken very seriously as musicians later in life. Yeah. And so what happened is it kind of tarnished it. John Travolta, John Travolta put mm-hmm. out an album at one mm-hmm. point. You know what I mean? Everybody. Bruce Willis, everybody had an album out. And so <laughs> right, it was right. like, oh yeah, that's just what you do. You, you're an actor, you try to become a rock star, you put out an album that flops. And that's kind of the way it was looked at. So I had to work very hard to kind of break that mold. So the fact that I've gotten now uh, three top 40 Billboard hits and my most recent one happened just this year, just this month, you know, a month yeah. ago we were on the chart. So, you know, it's very exciting to still be current and to still be breaking the records. So yeah, absolutely. I'm grateful. I'm well, very grateful for my fans. Well, c- congratulations yeah, to, yeah. Uh, to all those accolades, you know, uh, better late than never as far as like getting those those hits out there. But uh, very excited about what's coming forward with this new single uh, you have out now is called Without You from the new album we were just talking about, right. Left uh, Love Left 2. 
uh, Army with Love. It's available now as part of the box set, Love Left 2.1. And you are at CoreyFeldman.net to find more information on all of this. Man, we greatly appreciate your time this morning. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, good luck on the tour, man. And uh, fingers crossed you end up making that international tour, man. We're, we're pulling for you. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate your support this morning. And hopefully, if we come back to your town, you guys come out and see us, because it's a great show. You'll have a lot of fun. Oh, you know it. Absolutely, Easily. man. We're there. Thanks for the years of entertainment, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks right. for the support. Live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 and on demand in the Rocker app. It's the best of the Rocker Morning Show on 1077 RKR.